And we're live. Conversations with Hello. the Beat the Boss um, Challenge winners from the James Smith Academy. So we've got our first place winner, Craig Farrant. Second place, we've got Karen Gellard. Gellard. Sorry, second. I've messed them up already. And then the one I left out, everybody knows, is uh, our resident chef. Coops. Mucked me off then, didn't you? I did. So, yeah, you've just been demoted, mate. <laughs> so, if you'd worked out the audio from the start, you might have got your second place. But, yeah, we, so we did the um, the Bing Tangs with Barry winners, and I thought it'd be a good opportunity to check in with the next challenge winners, the Beat the Boss winners. They did beat the boss. Um, not the... Uh, did James put an effort in? I'm not sure. Um, oh, he was doing his BJJ weight, wasn't he? He was trying to get down to something. He was trying to get to his BJJ weight. So, um, but you know, interesting episode to try and you know tap into some of that experience from our winners and um, see what they were learning, what where they were when they when they found out they won, what was that feeling like, and you know, kind of where are they now and what's going on. So it's been uh, probably eleven weeks since you won, something like yeah. that. I'm saying it's been a while, so time's passed, life's changed, and um, you know, so let's maybe just just start with um, with Craig, you know, and um, the uh, Silla Black type fashion. What's your name, and where do you come from? <laughs> Hi, well, so I'm, I'm Craig, I'm from Swansea. Um, I've been following James for uh, a couple of years on social media, um, that he's really popped on the scene big in, in, in the last year or so. Um, and my friends, uh, the two girls I've done a lot of walking and training with throughout the, the duration of the challenge, they basically put me up to it. Um, Emily had researched uh, the challenge and, and knew about it. Um, I wasn't an academy member uh, until the beginning, right at the beginning of the challenge. I signed up for it and they basically they they wanted some sort of challenge to focus themselves and they 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 told me that um they wouldn't win the challenge as as they didn't have as much to lose as I did <laughs> so they, they they egged me on and pushed me into it and uh, we we took it pretty serious from from day one and all the way to week 12 and I ended up winning. <laughs> Good man, mate. Good man. Yeah, brilliant. As, um, sounds like having that local accountability or, or your friendship to keep you accountable was a big benefit to it. Yeah, it, it was good. It was good. Um, they they stuck with me practically every day all, all the way through it. Nagged, um, didn't they? They nagged yeah, and nagged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kept, kept an eye on me. Um, we had... Uh, a box from work um, that we had as our one of our trackers. So in in the girls' kitchen in their house, they got a big cardboard box um, with with every week counted down, and uh, we we wrote our weights on there every single week to see how we were doing. Um, so that was a, a bit of a, a visual aid. So every time I walked in the kitchen, we could see how we were getting on, um, and we sort of had a. My my goal was to lose three stone, um, so we had that as a as a target on on there. That's a lot of weeks, man. That's 
Yeah. Fair fucking play. Yeah, I, di I, I didn't think it was going to be possible. <laughs> I still don't, and I'm 40. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there was uh, like a lot, a lot going on through through the duration of that challenge. Like, um, we we were still, I think we were still in in the first main big lockdown where everything was completely shut right at the start. So becoming an academy member and having my program set for me, it was quite limited with the equipment that, that I had available to me. I, I basically just had uh, two light dish dumbbells um, and that was it really. Um, so they, they tailored the program around that for me. Um, I stuck to, I think I was averaging about three to four workouts a week on that. Um, but the biggest thing for me was, uh, well, between nutrition was war. Uh, just getting my steps up, getting my knees up. Um, <laughs> there was not a lot open or anything to do. So but that's, that's all we had was walking, really. Um, it was the, the workouts in the house and go for a walk. So you you tapped back into the um, the coaches then and said, "Yeah, look, I need to change my program." Yeah, yeah. So as as things started to to open um, a few weeks into the challenge, I think it wasn't until about week week four, maybe about five or six, actually, the the gym started to open. Um, so they retailed a, a program for me just uh, for for the gym there. So outlined all the equipment that that we had in the gym so um had, had a had a decent program set for, for that and then just just as that opened um i ended up going on a, a two-week holiday to to france so we we started off in in disney and then went down to a, a campsite down to the south of france um with a couple of my friends and their little boy and they tailor made another program for me just on body weight, um, and I was quite religious in our in a hotel in in Paris. I was doing my workouts on the balcony there, and then when we went down to the south of France, I was doing them on the on the deck in of our, of our little cabin every every afternoon. See, well, there's a world, there's a way, um, yeah, and that is that you know that's dedication. There's I think there's a there's a reason one if you've been through all of that and you stuck to your what did you say four workouts a week yeah yeah but three to four still quite a lot isn't it it is it is a, a lot commitment fair place and it's yeah. paid off i mean look like i said you've got decent shoulders on you had lots of fuck ton of fat and uh <laughs> got, got yourself a holiday i mean there's not not much not much you can argue with but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's in a, a lot of ticks in the boxes that one place <laughs> here so, well, congratulations, Craig. Um, yeah. And uh, I did have a little peruse of your um, Facebook, a bit of yeah, Facebook right. stalking. Um, triathlon? Swansea? Yeah. When was that? That was a while ago. That was 2017, I believe, maybe 2016. Um, I, was, I was actually booked on one this year that I wanted to do, um, but because of COVID, it was it was cancelled. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm down to do one, do it this year. So they they 
will go entry fat. So April, April and, and set for the Swansea track. Which one's that? The Swansea Triathlon. Yeah. Um, that is uh, my lifetime goal is to do an Ironman. So um, I don't know why, but um, yeah, it's it a is. boat race. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're brilliant. Um, would you, did, did you say you said, did you use the kind of coach chat then throughout, or not just the yeah, yeah, they were they were quite good to, to be honest. I, I wasn't one for for going on there and, and, and asking a lot of questions, but it bit like the I, th I think there's a, a an auto check in set on it, but I was just replying, playing to that to, to, to start with, and you sort of end up building a bit of a, a chat with the coaches because they they reply to all your messages so it, it, it was a big it was good to have that additional support and um like they were they were asking my, my weight loss that week or um, was i managing to get all my work in uh, workouts in and if if i hadn't lost so much they, they've just given me little little tips and little hints and Towards the end, uh, I think one of one of the tips they were giving me was to make sure I was I was up in my my water intake. I don't think I was drinking enough water throughout, so that seemed to to help, especially in the last couple of weeks. I I, I became more religious with that. Um, and what was what been the overall result then? Did you, did you meet your three stone or? Yeah, so I I, I actually beat it. I I, I think it was uh, about three. Three stone, three point something. It was about uh, forty-five point nine pounds in total from the beginning to the end of the challenge. Amazing. Uh, but I, I actually uh, started started a couple of weeks early, um, so I lost even more than that again. So I oh, see so you're a fraud. That's it. Give your prize back. <laughs> no, no, I lost. I lost more on top of what what oh, I did. Right, so okay. It was it was <laughs> it was, it was three point three during the 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 twelve weeks of the challenge. But uh, I I lost. Uh, I think I lost six pounds the 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 week before that as well. So, so my, you've cleared fifty pounds in like fourteen yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's incredible. That deserves a first place. Thank you. So, yeah, man. Yeah, well done. Yeah. So impressive doing it on holiday as well. That really is dedication. Thanks. Yeah, it was it was it was good because the the, the people I went on holiday with they were they were quite active. Mm -hmm. um, so like he's he's one of my best mates. We took our bikes, so we did a lot of cycling when we were down in the south of France. And I still enjoyed my holiday. I still managed to drink most nights on holiday within moderation. <laughs> um, there was there was one or two nights we we went a little bit heavier. Uh, the the Swans managed to get to the the playoff semi-finals, um, so we had a big night there against against Brentford. The f the first leg when we won, and then the second night drowning our sorrows when we lost. <laughs> <laughs> but but my my thinking behind it was just just work hard in the days, eat eat well throughout the day, um, plenty of swimming, plenty of uh, you know, uh, doing my my fitness program and uh, running, cycling, and enjoy the evenings. Then <laughs> that's how I managed to, to keep it off on the on the holiday. 
don't want to kick back around. He doesn't like to make assumptions, does he? Unless he's getting his BJJ weight down or he's no, no, got a dose of the clap. He's uh, he's always keen to like get involved, have a night out, eat what you want, just make sure that you yeah. bank the calories and all the rest of it. It's a simple message. I mean, if you want to enjoy yourself, yeah. fucking enjoy yourself. <laughs> um, but it's on you, isn't it? The only person that's going to benefit from sticking with it or dropping, like having a boozy weekend and smashing 6,000 calories or whatever it was, um, and then going on to gin and rice cakes in the week just to keep the calories down. Um, if he's an advocate of that. And yeah. uh, no, I think he did it the right way. And it turned out we lost more than three stone in 12 weeks. Fair fucking play. I didn't. But <laughs> then again, I'm, yeah, I've got a long way to go. So that's all good. Um, yeah, well, yeah, brilliant, Craig. So, Coops, nice, nice link there. Um, what's uh, what's your story? What's... Oh, um, I've been with the JSA for about two and a half years. Um, James was on my Facebook, like everyone else, swearing like a motherfucker, and I love a potty mouth, so he had me at hello, fuckers. So that was quite cool. Um, and then I met a decent group of friends after a. A lot of like, shit going on in life by growing up growing up quick, getting married, buying a house and having a child all in one year kind of floored me mentally, physically, financially and all the rest of it. Not in a bad way, all very, very good ways, but just a massive change up. So found the JSA, made some friends, attended more socials than I did the gym. Um, and then uh, COVID came along. And because I work in hospitality and events, everything like evaporated. There, literally, there was nothing. And no, no one was asking for a consultant. There were no events going on in the summer. Just like, and like, crapped my pants a little bit. And so took the, took the um, challenge as a bit of focus to get some routine. And what I've learned, probably late, too late in life, routine and structure is quite important. Like you get up in the morning at 7.30, 6.30, you go to a job at 9, whatever it is, you stick to it. I believe in muscle memory, you know, when you come home half cut and you know where the light switch is because you've done it over and over again. You know where the fridge is and you know where the dog is and you're not going to fall over. And that kind of muscle memory, you need to train your brain to do the same thing. Um, not getting too deep or anything. I just needed that focus. I needed that weekly check-in, take a picture of my fat ass, send it and finish the course because this is like my third time at the challenge. Um, and quit after like, I think the first one, week six, maybe week eight. This one I'm flagging because I had a rough month, the last month for lockdown again. But the one that I came second in was because I stuck stuck to the, uh, stuck to it and finished the course. And it, for me, it was about building that routine and, and, and helping myself mentally um, over the physical thing. And I'm a massive advocate of like looking after oneself and very good to talk a good game. But to actually muscle up and do it and get to the finish line was just my sole goal. Um, I had a lot of people coming in going, no, it doesn't look like you've lost much weight or changed anything. I'm like, cool, man, whatever. I kind of ignored them and deleted them. But yeah, it was always it was always just finish the course. Um, and I did, and I was happy with that. And then I was down on holiday with the missus and the boy down in Devon. And then I woke up to like, a few... Facebook messages and WhatsApps going, you're going to, like, congrats. I'm like, fuck, what the hell, what the fuck, they're probably drunk, fuck it, I'll leave it. And then had a look and there it was. Um, so, trust me, if anyone else looking at the first, second and third was surprised, 
I was more surprised. All right. So I appreciate it. I'm very thankful. Uh, and it is just the start for me. This one's gone a little bit wayward, but um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be hitting the next challenge and the challenge after that because there's more to build on. Someone like Eddie Jones in the England rugby team. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't our best performance. We've got a lot more, to, a lot further to go. And I firmly believe that um, doesn't happen overnight or over 12 weeks. There's a lot to, lot to sort out, not just in myself, but I think everyone needs to just, for anyone else thinking of doing the challenge and bailing, I've done it three times. I've bailed halfway through. Just the faff of taking the fucking photos when I jump out of the showers, just ball ache. Absolute fucking ball ache. Can't be bothered. Got something to do. Got to catch a bus, train, whatever. Just next time you sign up for a challenge, stick with it. Don't make a cake and ass party out of it. And don't put too much pressure on yourself. Because I think once people say you've got to log in every week and take a photo, you feel this kind of unnecessary pressure. So for me, like I said, it's my fourth time. I just put it in the fuck it bucket and just did what I had to do, not the bare minimum. I've still worked out. I still hit over a million steps. I still watched my calories. Um, I didn't post at all compared to other ones. I just wanted to weigh in, do what I needed to do, like hit the criteria, the minimum, the bare minimum, uh, and, and get to the finish line. So, yeah, that, that, was, that was why I came second, because I stuck with it, I think. I think, I think you're right there that the... Well, it's not the first time I've heard it speaking to people on, on the podcast is people are hate the pictures and I, and I totally get it. It's, it's hard. Like it seems like it takes forever. Um, but you do That's a minute out of your day. It's five minutes max, yeah. but it's just a ball lake. Cause there's, I don't know. I think there's an overhanging and it's not meant to be. I think, I don't know if it's the rules or whatever. The criteria is not clear potentially in the first couple of times I did it. You just need 12 photos. Take them all at 12 minutes before the final date. I don't know. But do you know what I mean? It's just that it's that routine and you need that routine. They know what they're doing, I think. It, it's obviously worked because Craig, look, Craig and Karen are fucking fantastic. And I've rediscovered my love for the gym. So it does work. But you just got to apply yourself a little bit more than you regularly would. And for me, I wasn't for the first three times, I was fucking lazy. I was like, oh, I could take photos of myself for five minutes or I could get down the pub five minutes earlier. And it didn't work out. And then this one, it did. So here we are. But those those challenges that didn't work out were building blocks, right? Yeah, just more focus, I think. I just honestly found a group, group of people who were extremely supportive back when the group was about two or 3,000 people. And they're all online friends. You don't know them from fucking Adam. And they're really nice and genuine and supportive and will give you the, the correct backup and advice, like the coaches and the admin and all the rest of it. They are not just picked from a fucking duh-duh. They are people that have got experience and can give the correct advice, not fucking Joe Blog's wank piece who thinks he's some kind of fucking whatever that doesn't know what he's talking about or you don't validate he's not validated you know what I mean or she's not validated they have a decent coaching team a decent admin team and I found the group really supportive and made friends through that obviously went to the socials and got absolutely ninjured every single time made a tit of myself and they still talk to me the next morning so that makes them okay by me um yeah I think it's a lovely place to be it's 23,000 people now I don't know anyone I've never met Karen yourself or, or, or Craig before Yet here we are, 
because we've all got a similar goal, similar place to like chill out and relax and all the rest of it. So, yeah. Well done, James, you prick. <laughs> um, Coops, I live uh, 40 minutes from you. I'm only in Bristol, so. Are you in Bristol? Yeah. Now, yeah, where the fuck you got a picture of Aston Villa on your profile picture then? Because uh, I'm a Villa fan. I'm, <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Scotland, uh, live in Bristol, and I've never lived in Birmingham, but I'm a Villa fan, so I don't really know how it happened. Right, mate. I, I, I was born in Bedford and I support Gloucester, but now I know I am fully officially kind of West Country, Cheltenham and Gloucester boy. So. And that's rugby for you guys that are wondering if Gloucester has a soccer team. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ben, um, I'm a lifelong Tigers supporter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so um, suffering the pain. Yeah. I bet, I bet. <laughs> there was no sympathy there whatsoever. <laughs> um, so, well, so Coops, your goal when was just to finish the challenge? Yeah, well, and obviously shift some timber, feel better about oneself, feel fitter. Um, I, like I said, when hospitality and events disappeared in the summer, evaporated, I took a delivery job. Uh, delivering like newspapers to the vulnerable and PPE and like masks and, and all that jazz. It's 3 a.m. start, seven days a week. <sighs> but my steps went through the fucking roof because I was just like getting out, getting out the car and the van and running up driveways, running down roads, like figuring out where I could park and if there were three houses in close vicinity, parking in one spot and just like shuttle running to each place so my steps were good my cows were yeah, mediocre depending on whether I went to the pit on the piss or not um and yeah it was it was the time it was just good timing I think mm -hmm. really good timing uh had the basis of like if you learn MFP if anyone's just starting out on this journey if you learn my fitness pal and it'll take about two or three months you'll know what's good and what's bad without having to have to log it. And then you get into a habit like, right, I'm going to smash a yogurt instead of a slice of bread. I'm going to have uh, chicken slices instead of, I don't know, sausages. And you learn. And that's like, again, the muscle memory, turning the light switch on and off on your half car. You, you just program your body a little bit. And I think that helped as well. So I've been with the JSA two and a half years, done three challenges. And this was just, it slotted in the right time. Lockdown was a bastard to everyone, yeah. but with previous experience and knowledge and all the rest of it, it just all came together at the right time. And um, so something that came out of speaking to somebody else, and I'm not sure, but I thought it was worthwhile asking you, how do you account for your, um, she called it a BLTs, a bites, licks and tastes, um, as a cook? Do you Who the fuck is that mental? <laughs> Name and shame. <laughs> Name and shame. No, no, I thought it was a good idea because you know, Lauren uh, Condron. Oh, the uh, Yank. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Lauren. Yeah, sorry. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wondered if you had ever thought about how many calories that you do as a cook with those kind of. Oh, so yeah, obviously we have to taste everything. Occupational hazard, never trust a skinny chef, right? So, um, but again, with MFP, and you can't, again, it doesn't happen overnight. After about a month of logging everything and tracking everything, you'll find which things are your friends and which aren't. Uh, okay, I've had those healthy fat, peanuts, healthy fat, but still big red fucking part of the pie chart. So, bin them off. I knew that if I had wanted a snack, I'd rip open a tin of tuna 
and just smash that all protein fuck all fat and that's the way it went i used to if i was feeling really hungry smash a pint of water because it would just bloat the stomach out so you feel full and then concentrate on something else i think the reason people eat what they do or get comfort food or get on the on the smash primarily it's boredom you've done a whole working day and then you're on like relax and you've you've, you've concentrated all this time and you just like haven't got anything to do with your hands your feet and your fucking mouth so you just you just end up smashing food in um and it's just a question of choosing the right food honestly it's not an expensive way to do it i used to just bowl into a tesco's or a soup a sainsbury's or whatever and you'd find wafer thin chicken or ham for a quid and i just bowl in there take that not look at anything else on the shelf and just eat that on the way down the road because obviously you can't open a tin of tuna when you're walking down the street so it would just be like little little tips and tricks like that um coffee is great for uh, suppressing appetite it kind of takes it away i mean if you want to get into like hardcore narcotics they'll take your taste your appetite away absolutely but not very good for your health so coffee coffee when you can pint of water when you can uh, like craig mentioned earlier rehydrating no one, I, I guarantee, unless your piss is like proper clear, no one's hydrated enough. There's um, Pippa McKean, um, she's all right, she did tell me this thing about hospitals. Um, they have the 500 milliliter jugs, and Karen will probably back this up. They have a red lid, an orange lid, or an amber lid, and a green lid, and that's the rehydration of the patient. So if they've done the red lid, that's 500 mils that they've had, they'll swap it out, refill the cut, uh, get a new one, refill it, and put an orange lid on. And when the orange jug's done, they've had a thousand, they've had a litre, and then they're on the green. And so if they get to the green lid throughout the day for these like really frail people, that they, they're rehydrated enough. And I heard that and was like, oh, that's a fucking piece of piss. That's, that's three pints of water a day. How the fuck can't we do that? And so that's very important. Rehydration, James talks about it, too, it fucking bores me if I'm completely honest. Um, rehydration and sleep. That was going to be my next question for you. If you were getting up at 3 a.m., what was your sleep like throughout that challenge? Um, well, I like spending time with my family still because I'm still young. Um, so I'd go to bed about 9, 10 at the latest, get the five out, five or six hours in, wake up, have a coffee, drink, take the water in the car, and then I'd have an afternoon nap of about two or three hours. So it's not ideal. In an ideal world, I'd be going to bed at 6, but that means I'd be going to bed before my four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah i think sleep yeah sleep is important and if you can generally fucking get to bed as soon as you possibly can and you have the chance and opportunity to get eight plus hours sleep a night you'd be a fool not to it's not hard is it it's free it will do you a world of good unfortunately i've had eight months of not so i'm gonna make make make, make good for that next year and just get more sleep and drink more water Brilliant. And just before I jump into Karen, Craig, why do you find it working in McDonald's? So maybe not the the healthiest place in the world, but how do you kind of? Because don't don't you get a free meal every shift? Yeah. So we all the staff members are entitled to. Well, we're entitled to. We don't have to have it, but we're we're entitled to a free meal on on our break. Um, we we have a meal allowance there. Like that, there are obviously wow. healthier options in on the menu in McDonald's, um, but 
yeah, for the, for the duration of the challenge, especially coming back after lockdown, I I challenged myself to to not eat anything in work uh, from from McDonald's. Um, I was I was meal prepping and taking food in. Um, like Coop said, I used to take uh, can cans of tuna as well for for snacks. Sometimes I'd be doing some long days where I, I need more than just just one meal on on my on my shift. So I was taking uh, I don't know if you've seen them, but John West have got little tuna infusion pots. Yeah, yeah, we said yeah, just plain tuna. They got loads of different flavors on them, and they they they're really really tasty. So. I was taking taking maybe one of them as a as a snack, just some fruit to graze on every Mate, night. That must be so hard. If I worked at McDonald's, those nuggets would be getting fucking smashed. Like yeah. I swear to God. Well, I've worked there so before I'm on the court. I've worked there since since school. So, like you were saying about muscle memory and just getting into habits, like it's it's there. It's free. It's it's quick. It's easy. I'll be the one. Out after work, <laughs> there's, there's no prep, and there's a, there's a to you, um, yeah, I've, I've stuck strong. I got into a bit of cookery myself. Um, I was making like batches of homemade soup and uh, just just a couple of other little things. So, uh, currently living with my parents uh, at the moment, so my, my mum's been great, and they they, they don't eat too bad at, at home so when we when we've been having um meals between between the three of us just been keeping a portion ready for, yeah. for, for the next day and just keeping, keeping that for when i go into work so when it comes to portion control you i'm i hate waste any waste yeah and my son's like left behind and usually he's pretty good but it's has to he eats all the good stuff and then leaves me the carrot sticks, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But like sometimes it's like I'm hoovering that. That's going. That's going. That ain't going in the bin. That that won't keep. That's only a mouthful. And I'm just there at the sink going and the dishwasher and me and all the rest of it. I mean, how? Yeah, fair play to you, mate. That's some commitment. I think just just for the the challenge for me, especially being a being a weight loss challenge and a weight having a weight loss goal, um, that like. MFP was imperative, and just sticking with within my calories as, as as much as possible each day. Like, yeah, there's there's, there's days, you know, there was evenings. Friends would invite me round, like during the summer, we'd we'd have the odd barbecue, we'd have the odd, you know, takeaway or whatever. It's just having the right choices and not overindulging but still enjoying yourself and and if if you're over one day just make sure you're you're a bit stricter the next. Yeah I'm just saying um so um Coops how much did you lose and then what's we do I don't know. I went for no. so I didn't do weight I did belly beer belly inches so I'm pretty well, I'm broad anyway, and I'm looking better than I did before I finished the bloody um, challenge. So my belly was at about 46 inches, love handles and all in. And I think I got down to 43 or 42 and a half. But that's just like, I didn't measure anything else. I did, honestly, you're talking about being a fraud. I don't feel like a fraud because I know I stuck it out. But compared to a lot of other people, I did the bare minimum 
and managed to do it. I don't know. It's just I didn't like I said the first three the first three challenges. I put so much pressure, and I think a lot of people out there, other people would. I'm not very competitive, so God only knows how much pressure people put on themselves to get to the fine, not only the finish line, but to do all that and, and make sure that they're body confident because you've got to take a photo every week. All it takes is one shitty week and you're just, you're not going to finish it out because you don't like the look of yourself. So the first few challenges, I was kind of like, got to like do it properly and all the rest of it. And then this one, I kind of threw caution to the wind and, and concentrated on what I wanted to finish, which is just basically losing the beer belly feeling fitter, feeling stronger. But you can't portray that through a photo or a fucking app. You can't say, oh, by the way, I've got a million in the bank and I feel much fitter. Prove it. Can't. You're just going to have to take my word for it. So you do need those accountability <laughs> photos. Um, and, and yeah, it is intimidating, but I just think you need to, if I, if I could give one message to anyone, it would be take pressure away from yourself. On one of my first challenges, I think, I did, I did a video. I was a bit more active in the group. And I was saying it's called a challenge for a reason, but it doesn't have to be challenging all the time. You can just take that pressure away. If you've got a target to hit 10,000, 15,000 steps a day and you don't hit it, fuck, because the mind will just go, right, you didn't make it this year, you may as well just get into some ice cream. Do you know what I mean? That's how it works. And, and, and you really need to just give yourself a fucking break, especially this year. There's enough going on. No one gives a fuck if you've not made your goal for the one day or, or, or a week. Just don't fall completely off and get and 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 just read just jink a few things and take the pressure away. That'd be my biggest message, I think. Yeah, your mind can do horrible and wonderful things. And generally when you beat yourself up and the pressure gets too much, you just bin it all off and resort to I don't know, uh, old habits, shall we say? And uh, and how you used to behave when you felt shit, which is not good. Anyway, can Karen talk now because I need to go and get have a wee and get some water on board because I've talked about rehydration. I made myself thirsty. <laughs> Karen, you've been sat there very very patient. And, um, but you know, last but not least, and, um, tell us about your your challenge. Um. I can relate to so much of what Ben just said in terms of this one. I just didn't put any pressure on myself. So I'd done the challenge before this one um, and dropped out after about five weeks. The first challenge, I'd set a weight goal and I was doing pictures of, of me. And I just hated it every week, um, having to get on the scales, having to look at the pictures. And it, it just wasn't enjoyable. So I dropped out of the first challenge that I did. Um, I think I joined the academy in about February. Um, so I dropped out of the first one. This one, um, I decided before the next challenge date was even announced, I was going to step go because that was the one thing I could control during lockdown. Um, I've been working from home since lockdown and my job involves a lot of sitting down. So I really needed to be more active. But I just liked the fact that it was down to me how many steps I got, whereas it wasn't down to me what was going to happen on the weighing scales. Uh, so that just felt a lot of uh, pressure was lifted. And I checked with the coaches if instead of sending pictures of me every week, I could send a, a sort of screenshot of the steps I'd done. So I did a before and after photo, but the photos in between were um, my sort of Fitbit printout thingies. Um, so that was a, a lot better. Um, I... I think the timing was really good 
for me with the, the challenge that um, I came third in because it literally finished the day before I was going to Cornwall for a month. So that was always a really, really good incentive for me. Um, I used coach chat quite a lot. Uh, got so much from people's lives. They were a real, real help. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's, I think what, one thing that I would say to people is um, if you are struggling, reach out to coach chat because that's that's what they're there for. Um, then they're always really helpful. Um, as Craig said, they can adapt programs if you need them to. They can give advice on nutrition or water. Um, and even for me, when I had one week where I'd been unwell and so my steps were really down and I was thinking, oh, here we go again. It's sort of like going to drop out with this one. And the coaches were sort of really good in just grounding me and saying, it's just a bad week. You've got six weeks left. Just sort of get back on it next That's week. Awesome, so, yeah. Um, and then it was it was interesting because a bit, bit like Ben, I was away um, when the results came in and I woke up one morning to some messages saying, oh, congratulations, I'm coming third. And my response was, but I haven't entered anything. Because nah. I'd, never, I'd never even considered that, I suppose I'd not considered that I'd finished the challenge, so I never even thought about placing. But yeah, it was um, it was a shock. Um, I did do measurements before and after, and I did those sort of every month instead of every week. And I think that helped as well. Not obsessing over numbers definitely helped. Um, and as some people know from the um, Zoom chat we did with James, I uh, drew something rather rude on my weighing scales just to remind me that that number is... A massive wang. It was, yeah. I heard about yeah. this. It's, uh, it's almost like those um, where people have taken a picture of their scales um, in the buff and they've, they've not realised and they've posted it to their Instagram. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw one of those. Yeah, we've yeah. all seen one before, haven't we? As, um, and um, yeah, where where the, the, the it's usually gentlemen, but um, have uh, taken a picture and, and then the mirror image of the uh, of the scales has been their um, their wings. But um, you drew one on there just to, because it's yeah, it's it's still there actually. Um, yeah, it it had an addition the other week. Unfortunately, some uh, some toothpaste dropped onto it in an unfortunate place, which Fucking was quite brilliant. amusing. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunate yeah. toothpaste. So. Fuck off, love. You put it there and you know it. In fact, you probably tried it five different times just to get it in the right place. Fucking yeah, accident. it, it, it takes a few heart. times, Ben, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think um, it actually got me through lockdown during the challenge because uh, Leicester, after the national lockdown was lifted, Leicester was in a local lockdown. Um, and I think if I didn't have the challenge for my focus, then, yeah, I don't think it wouldn't did well, um, mentally or physically. So I'm really glad I had it as a focus. Um, and how many steps did you do? over? Um, I, I think my target was a million and I did 1,125,000. Um, I think when I was going out to work, I was averaging about 12,000 a day. But since lockdown... Some days I'd be lucky if I got over a thousand. So it was upping it by quite a lot, but I found some creative ways to do that. I would get up early and go for a walk before I started work. Um, I'd do some of my phone calls in the day while I was walking um, around the house. And um, yeah, making time to go for walks at weekends when maybe that wouldn't have been my focus normally. So it, it took 
pushing myself to do things that I wouldn't normally do, but it definitely helped. Uh, and I think I, I'd never realised how much just getting your steps in does make a difference. So you know the things that James says about parking further away in the supermarket car park? I always do that now. And if I see anybody else doing it, I automatically think that they're a member of the academy and that they're doing the same thing. Um, so, yeah, I think steps helped, coach chat helped and just taking the pressure off myself that was on in the previous challenge. Um, I, I did the parking in the uh, supermarket car park as far away as possible and bought far too much and didn't take the trolley back to the car. Um, and I definitely felt like the shopping wasn't going to get back to the car at one point. And so I think they call it a farmer's walk, but um, it's uh, yeah, I think I had six bags that were full and uh, my fingers felt like they were going to fall off. But yeah, you can add that into your to your challenges as well. So, but that that's you know, and I'm brilliant. And I think quite a common theme out of all three of you is keep it simple. Yeah. I've, so, I've got no other choice. I'm simple as, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't even get the fucking microphone to work on this bastard before eight o'clock on the dot. I felt, I felt bad because I was late. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, I, I think pressure, I, I keep mentioning it and repeating myself like a drunk fucking hobo. Putting pressure on yourself is not the way forward. If you want to do it, you've got to want to do it. You've got to like it and enjoy it. It's like doing a job you don't fucking enjoy for the rest of your life. What the fuck's that about? Just... You want to make yourself better, either mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever your goal is. You don't have to tell the fucking world. You've just got to put some photos in an app and hope for the best. But because it is a life-changing thing, and depending on where you are in your life, you do put that unnecessary pressure on. And I, if I had any advice, it would be just to take it a little bit easier on yourself. Just do the bare minimum. <laughs> Hi. Um, just do the bare minimum. And be, be, be a bit kinder to yourself. No one's going to fucking care if you come first, second. There is no last. I guarantee if you finish 12 weeks and it took me four, don't get me, don't forget, it took me four goes at it to finish the 12 weeks, you'd already feel better about yourself. I think that's, and I'm, I'm sure James will echo, echo this, that's more important than six packs and fucking shoulder boulders. That after the 12 weeks, if you fucking finish it, he's already done his job, and he? He would not give a fuck. He says it's hard choosing people. I think he just put, gets shit faced and throws darts at a board with photos on it and go, yeah, first, second, third. You'll do. Because I think after 12 weeks, if you finish the 12 weeks, there's an underlying accomplishment within yourself. He's not a dumb fucker, is he? <laughs> he knows what he's doing. I feel better for it. And I've gone on now and it was a starting block for me. I don't know what about Craig or Karen, but for me to finish the 12 weeks felt great. As Karen said, forgot all about the challenge until the fucking text came through at silly o'clock in the morning because I was trying to get catch up with some sleep. Um, and then I, I text James asking if it was a wind up. And he goes, no, it's just a start. And it just start. And now I've been to the gym since lockdown finished on the 2nd of December every day. Doesn't have to be fucking 150 kilo deadlifts every time, but as long as you're doing a little bit and enjoy it and stop being a prick to yourself, you'll be fine. <laughs> I can't wait for the new year actually because I think I've butchered this one. But <laughs> yeah, new year I'll be I'll be hitting it like a fucking ginger stepchild. You watch. Mm -hmm. Karen, it's interesting as well. Did you do anything in the you know, from the, you know, the academies? You know, there's 
it's promoted you know lift your weights and you know, did you do anything in the gym or did you do any home workouts or me the karen oh sorry uh, no i um it was all all home outs i think i can't remember the um time scale of what happened with leicester but the gyms were shut during national lockdown then local lockdown and then even in leicester when some of the shops opened and maybe even some of the like hairdressers and what have you the gyms were still shut so i think they've only opened very recently um in leicester but yeah i did home workouts for the entirety of the challenge uh, which is why the coach chat was really good because they were great for things like checking form on certain exercises um i had an injury during the challenge but they just sort of tweaked the program so I could still carry on working out, but leaving that body part out. So, yeah, all home workouts. Okay. Um, what what kept you going then when, okay, you've had this little bit of an injury, you know, there's a, a local lockdown in Leicester, which, yeah, that didn't happen anywhere else at the time, I don't think. I think it was just Leicester. Um, yeah, and it's obviously folded suit, but how did you keep yourself focused on getting through the challenge? I think it's, it's really strange, but it was just knowing that I could control how many steps I was doing. So whether the gyms were open or not in a way for me was irrelevant in terms of the challenge because I just focused on my aim, which was steps, which I'd worked out in terms of how many I needed to do each day. And I just kept focusing on that and thinking anything else other than that is a bonus. So things like if I do workouts, that additionally to the steps that's great but it's not essential and taking that pressure off actually meant I probably did about three or four workouts a week because I didn't feel I had to if that makes sense um so it was focusing on the steps but also just knowing that um I didn't feel great when I dropped out of the challenge before because I knew I hadn't really bothered trying if I'm honest so I thought I at least owe it to myself this time I've got a measurable goal that I can control to give it my best shot um, never even considered winning, just wanted to finish it really. But sort of knowing that it wouldn't be the end of the world if I didn't. But, um, I, I, I like the, the simplicity of it. Did you do any weight or measurements at all? Yeah, I, um, I lost 93 centimetres um, and uh, one and a half stone. That's nearly a fucking meter. Is it? I don't. I'm. I'm yeah. 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 It is, isn't it? Yeah. Hell. I can't. I don't think. <laughs> I think what's really interesting is because I wasn't measuring myself on a very regular basis. I wasn't getting too hung up if I hadn't. If I'd had a week where things hadn't dropped very much. Mm. Um. I just really relate to what you're saying, Coops, about not putting pressure on yourself. Isn't it? Um, because also, I've seen you know the... Sorry, go on. No, I was to say, um, I see posts in the academy where people are giving themselves a really hard time because they've had a hard week. And it is yeah, horrible when that happens. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 12-week challenge, so within that, I would imagine everybody will hit a hard week. It's just about keeping going well, and not I letting that... Say, um, what I was going to say is, like, everyone's different, beautifully, but you'll find people that will drop a fuck ton in the first two to three weeks because that's just their natural kind of way of doing it, genetics or whatever the fuck it is. And they've gone, I've lost fucking 45 inches and I'm the size of an amoeba. And to everyone that's probably going to lose it a little bit further on or week 10, 
and see the difference, that's going to crush them. And it does. Comparisons are thief of joy, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. It happens, and unfortunately. And I think what people need to realise is that uniqueness to everyone's genetics and body shape, size, and all the rest of it. And if someone's screaming ahead three weeks in because their body reacts, because if you are going into a 12-week cycle or a 12-week challenge and you change putting a certain food in your body, uh, you walk more, whatever it is, some bodies will be like, fuck, it's changed, and it will all just disappear and you'll feel fantastic, but you've got to keep going for 12 weeks. And other people, it will take a little longer because it's not, nothing they're doing differently. You could take me and someone else, give us exactly the same workout, exactly the same food, exactly the same sleep, exactly the same hydration, and I guarantee, pick one out of a thousand, the results will be different because we're all uniquely different in that way. And so for the guys that lose it in three weeks, shut the fuck up, don't tell anyone, just be happy within yourself. And for the guys that don't have see that many changes in the first month, you just need to like push on through because your body's not reacted. I don't know anyone that said, I'm doing a diet and it's gone like that, unless you're a supermodel on cocaine or you've lost a limb because it's it doesn't happen that way. Do you know what I mean? And I think... Again, when you say about the pressure on yourself, it is a big group and you will see some fantastic transformations in a short period of time. And unfortunately, it, you have to wish them well and then concentrate on yourself and not worry why you haven't had that many changes in a month or anything like that. And I think that's the hardest part. And again, that's not a physical thing. That's a mental thing. And I'm all, without sounding too much like a cheese wicket, an absolute fucking hippie, I'm all about the mental approach and mindset. I just think it's more important than anything else, but you can't take photos of that. You just have to rely on yourself and, 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 and make yourself feel a bit better gradually. I've always been a guy who's done the short con, even in my working career, like going traveling, pitch up, make money, move on to the next place, kitchens, all the rest of it. And now at the grand old age of 40, I'm realizing that you've got to play the long con and the long game is much more rewarding than the short game. And this is a long game. If you want to change your life, your mindset, your physical, physical appearance, anything really, be fucking patient mm. and, and, and don't put yourself under too much pressure. Right, definitely Mike. help my mind. I'll go back at three. Well, I would, um, I think the long thing, what I always say is it didn't go on overnight. It's not going to come off overnight. Mm. Yeah, if, if I think about how long it took me to put all the weight. Mm. If I was 18 stone at 18 and I was, you know, 30 stone at 30, which is pretty much where I was. Fair play. Well, then I'd go, you know, 12 years back the other way. I'll be back to where I want to be. Uh, you know, and if it takes me that long, okay, it's a 25-year spin. But, you know, hopefully it does come back off quicker than that. But, you know, don't be upset if it takes you a while to... No, and I think it's... it's it, but it's hard for people, isn't it? This is a, a generation of insta-everything. <laughs> so you want to lose it. There's, got, there's no magic pill and James says the same it's not about fad diet or this or the other keto whatever he wants to pick on next week it's just about decent moral compass and sticking to what you've been taught from the JSA they all sing from the same hymn sheet they're all 
I've met, I've been fortunate enough to meet a couple of them. They're all solid people. They're not in there for the, the short game. They're going to go and, 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 and be there, as Craig said and Karen said, if you do need it, a little kick up the arse. And it, sometimes it helps that you don't know them. If you listen, a friend's just going to go, there, there, you're fine, you tubby cunt. Have some Ben and Jerry's and I'll see you next week for a gin and tonic. And so beat that out if you want. But these guys don't know you. They've got five minutes on a chat, but they will give you a solid five minutes of decent advice, some kind words, whatever it is. They'll give you the time and and, and be good about it. And for that, over time, I've learned is, is a good place to like fall back on should you think that things are going tits up. Um, mm. Tex is brilliant, Nicole, but, but all of them, um, even even that little midget Jack's not too shabby. Um, uh, and and McKean, once she gets her head out of her ass, is not too bad. Um, but yeah, they, they, they are all decent people. Um, hang on. So, yeah, I think um, Pippa is so fantastic at being encouraging and supportive and really giving you the tough love when you need it. And because I think encouragement and support is really good, but every now and again, you need the tough love. Um, and I appreciate them for, for giving that. I think I'm, I'm like you, Ben. I see this as a, it's a stepping stone for me. Um, mm. The first part, um, I've, I've had to drop out of this current challenge because I injured my back. But the thing I noticed is the last challenge must have really helped my mindset because I didn't give myself a hard time about dropping out of this one. I just thought it doesn't make sense. It's not the right time there'll be another one next year um yeah i think yeah it's, it, it happens you can't fall off the wagon and completely like tumble it's just yeah I've got, i don't i think i think i've exhausted myself out i'm not gonna lie I'm, for once i've got nothing left to say it's been a long day <laughs> um, well let's let's wrap it up on um top tips and we'll go third to first so, Karen, what's your, what's your top tip and, um, you know, where can people find you? Um, I think my top tip would be um, be kind to yourself when you're doing it and realise that it's um, a 12-week challenge. One bad week doesn't mean it's going to have a bad ending, so keep going and reach out to coach out, watch Pippa's live videos because they're so helpful and um, just don't talk yourself out of doing it without talking to other people is what I would say that the people in the group are really helpful and supportive so if you're struggling just always ask reach out for somebody um, brilliant thank you and um, Coops I don't eat so fucking much and walk lots um, yeah I think the group's massive you can get lost in the group and you'll always find someone to, for accountability or a chat I think, honestly, you'll know if you're going to stick it out by the first day. Honestly, you're like, you know what you, you I think you don't dig deep or anything like that, but you know yourself better than anyone else, hopefully, unless you're a complete schizophrenic wank piece. Um, you just, you'll know if you're going to see it out and if you're not, I think, and you just have to just grind it out. The good days will be great. You'll get a PB in the gym or you'll get that big green slice of pie chart on MFP where it's all fucking protein and you feel like the Incredible Hulk. And then there'll be other times when, I don't know, you <laughs> smash a bottle of red wine without thinking about it and the cheese board's calling you from the fridge. It's, it's, it's 12 weeks of, of process, not 
punishment. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I've got cheese over there. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, look, it's out there warming. There's going to be room temperature before I finish this podcast. I love cheese dreams. <laughs> the best dreams. Um, thanks, Coops. Craig? Yeah, just to reiterate what the guys have said, it, like, you've got to want to do it. You've got to want to do it for yourself. So set, set your challenge. Make sure you, you're in the right mind frame and, and want to do it. And then just <laughs> the biggest ingredients are CFD, and uh, keep your knee up. Never, but I tell you what, here, Craig, quickly before you go, did you do yeah. Movember? No, I didn't, no. mate. Can you do it for Can you do it? And then I guarantee you'll look like Freddie Mercury. It'll be fucking amazing. <laughs> I'll, get you, I'll get you a yellow jacket and some white trousers <laughs> and a microphone. You'd absolutely smash it. Brilliant. I'll send you a photo. <laughs> just just one question I forgot to ask. Um, you know, really quickly, what you how do you plan to spend your was a holiday voucher or did you was it cash? I can't Yeah, so um it works out to about five grand, just over five grand, I think, in uh, British money. Um on a on a holiday, so Fucking ten of yeah. <laughs> well, but with, with all these lockdowns, that's how it's looking. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have the poshest caravan for a fortnight in ten weeks. One thing for sure, you can't buy one for five grand, so um, well. they're expensive. <laughs> um, yeah, and was the prizes for second or third? Um, I'm fully fledged yeah, uh, lifetime membership. So, so we're not oh, getting rid of you yet, though. Oh, maybe I'll do a challenge. Maybe I won't, you know, put loose fancy free. No, um, yeah, it's a very, I mean, all the, I think all, all the prizes are generous for just basically making yourself feel better. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much made up with mine. However, I did tell James that I'll be on a beach with him soon. Not this time, I don't think. The winter months have not been kind. But, um, yeah, there's always room for improvement. And I, I definitely want to get on a beach and dump tackle him into some sand. <laughs> yeah, I got, um, I didn't realise actually, I, I thought the prize was the Zoom call that we did with James, so I thought that's what the prize was. You're easy, um, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then um, it came to um, the time for the premium money to go out of my bank account and it didn't go out of my bank account. So I'm there trying to contact them, finding out why. Um, and then I found the email that said, um, yeah, it's a, so I've got a year's paid membership, so that's good because it'll keep me motivated for the next year. Um, to keep yes, reminding me that I've got that for a reason and make good use of it. Oh, actually, while I've got you all, once all this lockdown bollocks over and COVID fucked off or something more like realistic, I'm going to do another social in Cheltenham. We did one a couple of years ago and it's fucking epic. So, and I know that you can get a train from Swansea oh, and from Leicester. Um, and I'll, I will personally uh, seek out one of my hotel friends and get you guys a decent room and you can just come down and, and enjoy my town. Um, just don't tell the rest of the group because they probably won't watch this anyway. But like, we'll have a good old, we'll have a good old knees up and uh, get that Alistair guy over as well. But yeah. But got yeah I was thinking, hang on, I'm not, I'm not being invited. <laughs> yeah, got, um, no, we just got to wait for this bloody COVID nonsense to fuck off because... Not long. Not long. It's going to happen. 
James was in in the UK at the time, so he rocked up uninvited. Didn't pay his twelve quid piss taker, um, but it was, yeah, we'll have we'll have a decent smash. I promise that to the group. Um, if it, I don't care how many numbers, I'll find a venue big enough, even if it's Cheltenham Racecourse, I can hold quite a fair few people. So yeah, um, that's that's my twenty twenty one goal, as well as getting on a beach and dump tackling Smith. Should we get the JSA to take over the Gold Cup? <laughs> you have a job, mate. There's I know we. But they're like they're they're, they're fucking save up all year round, leave their wives behind, and get fucking fully on it. So, um, but the JSA members—they're being good company. Everyone's just on the smash and don't give a fuck. It's brilliant. <laughs> so, uh, I'm looking forward to his, his life going ahead because uh, obviously on the on the chat you've invited us all to to one of those. I know. Oh, yeah, we're gonna go to the dip tickets, but go. Go on and meet him at one of those and catch up with you guys there as well. So that'd be pretty cool too. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm hoping to get on his uh, on the tour bus and do a podcast with him, but um, you never know. You'll <laughs> um, be fine. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not that type of groupie. <laughs> um, guys, congratulations again. Um, very inspiring, and the loads of good tips come out tonight. So um. Yeah, and good luck with with going forward. I will uh, be for one. I will be following you, mate. Happy days. Thanks so much for having us on. And um, yeah, thank Merry, you. Merry Christmas, thank everybody. Um, yeah. Merry Christmas. Only a fortnight away, isn't it? It's time <laughs> to get fat again. <laughs> so, so thanks to all our listeners. Um, we will be fast approaching. I think this is episode number seventy um, since the start of May. We'll be at over ten thousand listens by the end of the year and um it's yeah it's been a been a really good year for the podcast so i really appreciate all the listeners yeah follow cooking with cooking no, yeah and follow follow cooking cooking um and the we'll be back do you get another episode we're going hard and fast at the end of the year so we've got uh, bon collins tomorrow um which i think is a quite an inspiring journey for you all and we'll be back on saturday with 12 weeks of christmas so we'll keep going and oh, speak to you all later. Thank Thanks, you. Al. Thank you. Cheers. It's Alistair, yeah? Make sure you fucking like this, share it. Not a charity. Down nine quid a month because of you bastards. So get, the, get this out there. Get this on the stories. And if you enjoyed it, if you haven't hit like, you like already. If you haven't hit share, hit share. <laughs> there you go.